Hey, Ro. Hi, Jane. Hey, Tara. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Um, we're so excited to have you. Like, it's it's kind of surreal, actually, because we both yeah. listen to your podcast so much. I listen to yours, so it is really surreal. This is That's so worked meta. out well. It's worked out well. So meta. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, we're delighted to have you here today, seriously. We had this um, thing of like, even last year, we were like, God, we'd love to get Tara on, but she wouldn't. Why would she why wouldn't, I? wouldn't? I don't know. You know, you just get it in your head. It's like, no, no, we're not she's even going to ask. She's not off, you bitch. Please <laughs> listen to her podcast. No, we're like, she's, she's not too big bitch. for us. My, 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 in my bottom I am delighted to be asked no but it's seriously so deadly and I also wanted to say one thing um, I just remembered that we have met before where did we meet? Oh, probably about five years ago I went to see you in well, I didn't go specifically to Body and Soul to see you but <laughs> I went to your show in Body and Soul and bought your book off oh, you oh thank you yeah. so much and I still have it signed oh, at home yeah. uh, on my bookshelf thank you for coming that was a great that was great crack great that crack the comedy tent at Body and Soul is so much fun because yeah. it is just non-stop non-stop laughter it's true I was like <laughs> yeah. my sides are split and I stayed for a few few comedians after that I think and it was just such a nice buzz yeah you know, when you're hung over and you're kind of wandering around a festival you just pop in there and you have a yeah. drink in your hand it's lovely yeah. lovely yeah. other people are rolling around the stage for your yes. delectation yes. it's brilliant <laughs> so that was five years ago that was five years ago yeah, yeah. thank you very five much years. I appreciate that so well much. I actually have lent your book around I've, I've lent your grand around to a lot of people as well I'm a fan of lending and it's out of print now so actually that's actually terrible I should have told them to buy it no 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 <laughs> yeah. well yeah it wouldn't be out of print now if you hadn't lent yeah, no, yeah. I'm a big fan of lending libraries um, passing passing books on to friends I'm a big fan of that fantastic yeah. fantastic <laughs> um, okay so what are we doing today Ro? we're doing an agony and kind of Q&A thing yeah that's <laughs> wonderful because I as you know I'm very very wise that's so, how we asked her she's I'm wise I'm good I'm here <laughs> well, <laughs> we need know, help no do you know what though it, it is great to have you on because um, I think a lot of people would see you as this well, look, obviously you were very prominent during the referendum. In fact, when I first got wind of you, that's a terrible... <laughs> I eat a lot of beans. Got wind of you! <laughs> eat a lot of beans. You were downwind of Tara. I was downwind. Um, Stay upwind is yeah. my biggest... This is the first bit of advice for the show. Stay upwind of me at all times. Well, there you go. <laughs> but you were the MC at the various marches for blank. Um, so the, the March for Marriage, March for Choice, and... Um, yeah, that's how I knew you in a political sense. And I thought, well, yeah. isn't she fucking great? <laughs> isn't she brilliant? Isn't she great? It's isn't the March so for Marriage. Yeah, that was probably the... The March for Marriage. Yeah, yeah every, every kind of March for Marriage. Um, so actually, I want to say thank you for, mm-hmm. for putting yourself on that uh, stage and speaking up for, for your LGBT allies well, and for women and for anyone who can get pregnant. And well done. Well, thank you. But I mean, we all stood up together, which is what's so wonderful about those two referendums. And it mm. really was like people who'd never been activists before, like me mm-hmm. um like how i got involved with the marriage equality referendum was was really kind of random it was just frustration at the fact that the other side let's call them all capitals the mm-hmm. other side yep. um had so much money and had access to um pr companies and things like that mm. and they were making all these videos and and sort of 
in pseudo PSAs like public service announcements yeah. that were misleading and actually that's another thing your um, fake PSAs are I literally watch that's, them maybe twice a year so good but I always I go back to them that's so funny so, that's what, so then organisers started going okay well clearly you're some kind of ally so will you come and speak at this or will you come and so like absolutely but it, that was born out of pure frustration going well I can make sketches I can write a script I do voiceovers yeah. I can do a voiceover to support to support what I see as the just cause and non-discriminatory side. So, yeah, yeah so that's how that happened. That's a great most way to Definitely watch those videos it. if you haven't. Uh, watch them, they're hilarious. Yeah. But um, that's a great that's a great example of how some people might think that they, they can't get involved politically yeah. because, well, I don't know anything about anything. I'm not a politician. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you can use what, what you are good at um, in some way, just get, get creative and, and yeah. use it for, for the common good. So well, that's well, amazing. That's it. You don't need to know about party politics, which leave me very cold. You don't need to know. You just need to know what you care about mm. and then play to your strengths. But that's the other thing is like, I never wanted to be a talking head or just going on to talk about any yeah. old thing. The presidential election, like I got a few calls about that and I said, why would you have me on? Why would I go on about that? So I think it's very yeah. important not to be a talking head or for everything uh, for everything. Yeah. It's play to your strengths about things you really care about and do it in your own voice. And then I think you can't really go too far wrong. I hope. Watch me mess up now very shortly. <laughs> well, you know what? Even on your podcast, like we were just saying before. So uh, Tara has a podcast called Taranoia. Uh, it's fantastic. Listen to it. I listen Thank to it every you. week. Yeah, I really brilliant. love it. Like so relaxing. You. Like your oh, good. voice I take is like, it. I'm like, this is verging on ASMR videos. Have you ever watch oh. those whisper videos? I'm oh, like, God. it's so soothing. I just listen to it and find it so relaxing to listen to. Thank but, you so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's amazed. It's so uh, educational as well. Yeah. Like for instance, your episode last week, um, I, I, I knew about direct provision. Oh, um, yeah, I but you know it's something I was always a little bit confused about and I didn't find it very accessible when I did try and educate myself on it so it was so fantastic you had Elion um, Ellie yeah she's an incredible person I wasn't going to try and say her last how little she sleeps like when she was saying that I was like oh my god yeah she's Fair. amazing like, she if is, I get six seven hours I'm like <laughs> she's amazing and if people want to check out the Our Table project I think it's OurTable.ie they really should mm-hmm. but as, as with everything again party politics bleh. but when you talk about people People or two people yeah. that's when you really learn about an issue it becomes not an issue yeah. over there an abstract concept which is an issue exactly chatting to people and that's what I want to achieve with my own podcast is when I have people on I won't ask them things they would be asked on something like prime time yeah. I want to know what what crack they're having or yeah. you know so you know so we developed on that show the Ellie energy drink because I want someone whatever she's having five <laughs> percent um, of that and I'm doing well but uh, but yeah so that's that's what my aim is again what's my voice there's no point in me pretending to be a serious political commentator mm. my background is comedy my yeah. background is acting so when I have people in front of me I want to get to the fun stuff with them and then if it if it turns a little bit more serious that's great if it happens organically mm. but I don't want it to be a gotcha where they feel the emotions and the feels so that I can capture yeah. that if that happens that's great but I, I'm so tired of manipulative interviews Absolutely. I'd rather let people just be whoever they are exactly. yeah. yeah dead right and I love that because I, I used to work as a journalist and I, I interviewed a lot of people that I would be like famous bands and stuff and I'd be so yeah. freaked out and then I just was like do you know what just go in and have a chat. Stop trying to get this story or whatever. Yeah. And I just love connecting with people and yeah. hearing human experiences. Because as you always say, we're all Egypts. Like, we are Egypts. We're all Egypts. That's, yeah, that tagline is brilliant. That's um, Tara's tagline in the podcast. And I think a lot of, there's a lot of similarities in your, we're all Egypts. Because a lot of what we say is like, we're all just 
bloody the same trying to figure it all out we're all trying to figure it out yeah. I don't trust anyone who who is trying to basically I, what's it? I can't remember the line for the princess bride but any, anyone else <laughs> is trying to sell you something I can't remember the, the beginning of the line but it is like anyone who tells me they're sorted uh, completely sorted on every oh. front I just don't buy it I don't believe it, it's possible I'm really happy if someone's having a great moment in their life and things are going yeah. well that can, that's yeah, different yeah. but I think when people believe everything's figured out or I just did this but I just achieved this by wishing really hard <laughs> did you? did you? yeah well, someone's like yeah, are no, you? everything's going great everything's great I'm like Everything, everything's Really? You're great. twitching? Yeah. <laughs> your, your eye is making it weird. Yeah. So it's like, it's not about not wishing people well, but it's about acknowledging that. I, I also, I said in one of the very earliest ones I did, one of the earliest paranoias, I'm, I'm two minutes away from my next mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's always That actually always gives me hard palpitations. Co- no, I know, but it's, it's, it's around the corner yeah. and yeah. You, you never have everything learned or, or figured out. And I think that's a more open place to start from going, okay, maybe I don't know about this. Maybe I should listen to the people directly affected yeah. and, and go from there. I always say that when one part of your life goes the way you want it to another bit, not, not, not falls apart, but I don't think everything is always perfect. No. Well, it hasn't I think, I think aiming for like perfection is such a, a weird aim because it's so unlikely yeah it's and like boring. the living it's like and the living boring. your best life we we did a live show and that was the common theme it's like what is living your best life <laughs> what does that mean like what does that mean it means clink and prosecco glasses row we established that <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what does that, it mean and i'll go like, with that yeah, yeah. yeah. Clink. Yeah. Put yeah. it on Instagram. Yeah, it's never, it's never, it's never perfect. So on to some people who definitely aren't living their best lives at the moment. Oh, oh no. God, oh, no. Them. No, they're not that same, bad. Same, 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 same. So great. I want, so um, we're all in the same club, so this is brilliant. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And do you know why we picked these questions? Because I actually relate to them so much. It's like, been there. Oh, oh my fat. God. Which one did you want to start with, Shane? Okay, the one I wanted to start with. So I'm going in cold now. I'm, I wanted to be yeah. fresh. So I'm going to be hearing these for the first time on air. On air. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Tara specifically said she didn't want to hear them. So Until, um, yeah. like, not in that way. Like, not like, don't want to hear them. <laughs> it was, but it was like, hey, let's do it. Let's yeah. keep, keep this dancing. I just okay. got a WhatsApp from my mom there. Just randomly just saw there being like, um, don't forget now, 90% less meat is what they're saying. What? <laughs> eat, eat 90% less meat. This is the whole... Oh, to save the <laughs> climate. Heard on, the, right. on the news yeah. there. She's like, don't forget 90% less meat. Typical parent okay, text. Uh, my dad yeah. always says, and I don't forget to go to mass on Sunday now. He, to this oh. day, he still does. I'm yeah. Like, when was the last time I to mass on Sunday? I, oh, I don't know. I get two masses on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, two, yeah. two. I'll go to the two. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, complete That's side so note, but there is actually I find something really nice and calming about churches in the sense that they're very quiet. Yeah, I so know, yeah. People, a lot of people love the ritual. So even people who aren't believers or deep or have a deep faith, they'll go to mass for the ritual. Yeah. And that comfort, and mm. you know, I don't find that comfort in it. But if they do, fair facts. Exactly. I don't either in mass. However. Um, going into a quiet church if, you, if you're into meditating or just sitting yeah lovely. that's like, what there's I mean. one a really nice church off oh god do you know that um, that welcome uh, to our new series <laughs> Churches of the World Churches, Churches of the you know the street that gets really nice twinkly lights that narrow street is it one of oh, those Johnston's Court and there's like a church the Carmelite Church yeah and I'll tell you why because my great auntie Gladys <laughs> was uh, a part of that order oh wow and she's buried with them anyway I don't know she's always bang on about the Carmelites on uh, on um, Clarendon Street. Well, it's a lovely church if you do want to go in and yeah, chill. St. Valentine's yeah. there. What do you mean? His relic or whatever. Really? Is that where he is? Oh no, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure where he is. I think it's an older church. I think it's in, is it in Dublin 7? We should have, we should have looked this up before. God, we said, we're, not, we're not up on our saints burials. Not up on our God. saints, but St. Valentine, bits of him anyway are yeah. in Dublin. Bits yeah. and bobs of St. Valentine, lovely. 
Anyway, on to... <laughs> okay, the first question, right? And this one really breaks my heart. Oh, God. Um, still absolutely in love with my ex over nearly three years. As in, it's been over nearly three years. Mm, not three years. Yeah. Uh, he has a girlfriend now, brackets cry, uh, and I've had a few flings, but I fecked them up because I've no interest in anyone. Do I want him because I can't have him? Will I ever get over him? Anonymous, please. Love you. So sorry, Anonymous. That's horrible. That's crap. Yeah. Um, Who's going first? Tara, go on. Uh, yeah, you will get over him. Um, and here's the awful thing. And you're not going to like it. It's, but you have to. You have. You will because you have to. Yeah. And, you know, he's moved on. And you don't want someone who only half wants you or or wanted you once or you you, you deserve better than that. So, yeah, yeah you, you need to move on. So whatever will help you do that, I think you'll have to do a bit of a, a, a cut off number on yourself. And that's yeah. the hardest bit. It's no wallowing, no looking back. See, I wish we so had context hard. here because we don't know if they're still in touch. We don't oh, know yeah. if I would like a bit of context. I think I'm guessing they probably are still in touch because... It's, it's really hard years. when you have to see someone that's yeah. so in your that's face impossible. and it's so hard. It's hard. And three years is like, if they're still in touch for three years, that would be so hard to get over that. Like, yeah. There's literally no, I am like a firm believer, there's no way to get over someone. If you're both still, I don't think if there's any way, but like, if you're still in touch, like, no way. I mean, to get over that? unless you're both just like mutually broken up and you're both very happy and you can magically be friends. But like, how which happen? happens so, so rarely. No, it's true. Like, there's there's no good way for a relationship to end in lots of ways, like you're saying. Yeah. It's like, so with the cold, the you know, the cold turkey bit of just never seeing them again is incredibly oh, hard and very terrible. hard, to, you know, almost impossible to manage. But the seeing each other regularly, like if you work in this, that's the yeah, context would be great. If you work or yeah. go to college or, or you're in school with someone and you're mm-hmm. seeing them every day, that's just if there's any way you can not have to have them in your face all the time, that would be useful. Media. Like yeah, unfollow them. Unfollow. That's, see, that's the thing. I am no to- row of age for this. I am notoriously <laughs> bad at getting over people. Oh, listen, same. But who is no? To be fair to you, who literally is? I'm notoriously bad at getting over people. But I only have, have been able to get over somebody by getting under somebody else. Sort of thing. No, but by like then starting to like somebody else. Yeah. I find it very difficult just to get over somebody and then just be happy by myself. If you know what I mean. Yes, I completely get that. However, my I used to like her not be able to even see anyone yeah, okay. in like I'd go on dates and be like, oh, no, but they're not this person. You know, mm-hmm. I'd freak out. But what really helped me was um, the realization that after three years or however long it is, this person probably isn't the person you have in your head. And this relationship that you have in your head is probably so far away from what the actual thing was that yeah. you can't even tell the difference anymore. So I think, um, I mean, I don't know how you come to that realisation, but maybe just have a little awareness around uh, that you're probably looking at this in, with rose-coloured glasses, uh, rose-tinted glasses, yeah. and um, it's probably not what you thought it was, and you broke up for a reason. Yeah, there's always a reason, and that's it's very hard to acknowledge that when you, you're going, but it was going so great. It yeah. was always, like, no, there's always a reason there's why things end yeah. from one side or the other, or mutually. But... Uh, yeah, and, and maybe set yourself up to succeed. It sounds like this person is setting themselves up to fail a little bit by going on the dates. Maybe don't go on the dates if you're not ready for it. Exactly. Actually, I remember I was trying to get over someone. I was so sad. Like, I don't know what I was doing, but then I went right back on the Tinder. And oh, yeah, threw yourself in. It's, threw myself and you in. feel so much worse. Like, if you have a crappy date when your heart's already broken over someone else, oh, my God, I feel like you go so low. Then after that, you're like, yeah. that's it, I just want... And you go, then you pine for that 
other person because well do yeah. you know what? I thought it was great crack going on the tinder and being yeah. like oh yeah yeah throw myself back in. this is great and then I started talking to this girl and it was like a bit of band back and I wasn't no sparks or whatever but she was like do you want to meet up and then the day I was meant to meet her I was like in bed and I was just like I don't want to go and then my my housemate Cloda who we had on the podcast on the sex episode yeah. she came into me and was like you're right Jane I was like I have to stay but I don't want to go I'm, I'm feeling really really sick and she was like are you sure you're feeling sick are you sure <laughs> yeah. you're not just freaking out yeah, yeah. and um she was dead right yeah. she was dead right so yeah don't try and force yourself into any Did you go? no I didn't no. poor Raquel was left hanging Aww. yeah yeah I remember going through a breakup and I said to my dad I was like I was really really upset obviously as everyone is like you're like my life is literally over now actually that's it my life's over I was whatever age I think I was 19 or 20 or something and um, my dad said no like actually I know you don't hear this but you will get over he's like I remember I had a girlfriend before my mom and he was like and I thought the same my life was over and hearing him say that at the mo- in the moment you're like no no one understands this, my relationship is different I know um, but it is true and I always found a bit of like comfort in knowing that every single person on this planet will go through a breakup more yeah. than likely and will be heartbroken and it's like literally a part of life it is and it's, it's a really rotten part of life yeah and th- there's another thing to watch I think in the going on dates and it's definitely something I've done to my shame but when you go on those dates and you're thinking about this other person yeah. you're just using the person you're going on the date with as a kind of an accessory yeah. yeah. and then I end up feeling really shitty about myself because yeah. <laughs> I'm being shitty and yeah. it's like I'm not saying that's what this person is doing I, I know they're probably in good faith going I really need to try and get Move out on, there yeah. but actually waiting till you can't wait to uh, either go on loads and loads of Tinder dates and hookups or don't do anything unless you couldn't wait to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm dying to do it. It's going to be exciting and it's going to be fun. And then until then, maybe just just chill with your mates a little bit. It's so hard and it sounds so glib. But no, I, I know what yeah. that, pain, that pain is just like. It's just, it is, and I've done a little bit about this in the podcast, but it is like grief. Oh my God, It yeah. is like, it is like grief. It's it's a smaller grief. It's a, it's um you know, you can rationalise better yeah. about it because the person is still around and yeah. all that. But don't be hard on yourself. You're you grieving know. the relationship that you thought it could yeah. have been. And future that you might have had. Yeah, yeah. and like you spent every day with this person and they're gone. It is like a death in some ways. Like it's just yeah. weird. It's weird. Like it's very, and I don't know if they're living together or what age they're or anything like that, but it's certainly grief. But yeah. I also think that there's something there probably in her. There's something going on um, subconsciously uh, which is like leading her to not be able to let go. Yeah. So maybe explore that a bit. What What is this? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why look back? Yeah. Why is the, the need to look back? You know, because a bit of nostalgia. You know, every relationship yeah. you'll have. So even if it's awful, you'll have some nostalgia for it, or you wouldn't have been yeah. in a relationship in yeah. the first place. But what's hooking you in the past? Yeah. What is it? What is and it? you know what? I've a I've a happy ending. Last night I saw the ex that oh yeah broke my heart in two million pieces. I just didn't care. Felt nothing. I, I had a moment of like, <gasps> that's and amazing. And then I was like, that was gas. And then I was like, geez, I, I literally would panic about, will I ever see her again? Yeah. And I just didn't care. And I felt exactly like you did. Um, and now I have this feeling. So. Like literally, if we, if we can, if we can all get over exes and everything, you can too. I, yeah, I'm used to, like, I have physical reactions. I've had, you know, I've had rashes all over Same, my face that yeah. have closed up my eyelids, and you know, I've I've really had terrible reactions. You in just time, and I it, that's why I say you won't like to hear it because it is it sounds so glib and like. 
that that we that we don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, it'll yeah, be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. Not saying that at all. I know you're in pain, and it's got, and the, the time might seem like it's passing slowly, but it does pass. Yeah. Yep. And you will you will love somebody again. I love that word glib. 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 You know, yeah, because it's, it's a nice word, isn't it's, it? You know, when something's too neat. Glib. Yeah. Glib. Oh, glib. It's good. You'll be fine. It's a nice sound. More fish to in it, the sea. It? Glib. Fuck off with your fish in the sea. <laughs> yeah, glib. Fecker. Fish in the sea. <laughs> I think that was sound advice. I think so too. I think that was sound advice. It's been a bit of tough love, and then as well, like you just have to like now just focus on the future. I think. Yeah, and also, last thing, your friends, you probably will have friends, will say, just get back on the horse. Oh God, no! If you don't want to, don't. Oh, terrible advice if you don't want to. The horse in the field. If you're not ready for the horse, until you're excited to get on the horse, when you can't wait to gallop around that field, that's when it's time. Hop up on him. Yeah. (laughs) Saddle up. Okay. So, okay, so we got a few questions that we're kind of going to lump into one because it's kind of like the same theme. So I'll just read like a couple of them. So the quarter life crisis, being in my job almost three years, should I stay and save? Should I travel? Please plan the next five to ten years for me. Same. Can you also do that for me as well? Yeah. And then another one said, does anyone feel like in their late 20s or early 30s, they don't know themselves? Yes. We also do get a lot of messages, maybe not in this round of questions, but just like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Mm. Late 20s, which is kind of how we started the whole podcast, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So, um, Tara, no. on to you, because I oh, haven't a fucking clue. I haven't oh. a clue, and I also want to know the answers. Here's, here's a magic life secret. <laughs> Go on. On no. the 25th of June this year, 2019, I turn 50. Woo! And Woo! I haven't a fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and I don't think anyone ever does or will I think I think feeling like I I should be sorted is when I'm at my least content because mm. it's like you know that thing of uh, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans yeah. like the minute you have a plan like in five years I need to be in x place or y place that path is going to come in and take you in a different direction yeah. absolutely the yep. minute you think you you've got to I prefer a kind of an improv way of instead of writing a script for my life I go with the improv thing which is you accept what's just happened and you make a new offer yes and mm. Tina Fey has it in her book where she yeah. says this is your improv yeah. guide to life yeah. yes and so just say Okay, this is what's happening. And now, this is not always easy to do, especially when something you don't like is yeah. happening. Because accept- accepting that is so rotten. Yeah. But it is it is it makes it easier to just go, this has happened. How do I respond to it? As opposed to, this wasn't in the plan. Because yeah. freak out. You freak out then. I love a plan, don't I, Jane? You love a good plan. <laughs> like, and so do I. And I'm just really always trying to, yeah, plan, plan, plan. And my boyfriend Dave is very opposite me in that regard. He's very much a lot more relaxed. You could also probably agree yeah. to that. Um, so I'm always like, what can I have me plan in the next few years? And he's like, what? Like, no, absolutely not. So he has to, he keeps me on the like non-plan route, but it like gives me so much anxiety. Well, I think having a frame is good so long as you can be flexible yeah. with it. I think yeah. though, when you have these in five years, I've got to be in X yeah. place or yeah. with X thing or then again, like we were saying with, with the love part, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you go, it would be great if this happened yeah. and I'm going to work towards mm-hmm. it, but then I'll be flexible in case. In, in case, case. That's a good way to look yeah. at it. Godzilla comes in and, and trashes my flat yeah. with his <laughs> foot. What's that what saying? Then? <laughs> oh, God, no. What's the saying about God and plans that people always say? 
Back to the churches now. Um, yeah. the, churches you know, of the world. Tune yeah, in God next week. Can we notice we have a little hidden agenda here? <laughs> God laughs at the... Oh, anyway, look, I think of it. It's a real famous quote. That people God like, laughs at the plants you make or something mad like that. That's, something, that's, that's the something. gist. That's, yeah. that's the general gist. Um, but I I think also we put so much um, we put so much weight in, in age. And yeah. Like yeah. big round numbers. 25, 30, 35, yeah. etc. And it's... And you know what? I listen to... Um, so I'm obsessed with the Oprah podcast. I'm actually wearing an Oprah t-shirt right now. Yeah. 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 Which I love so much. I got That's on brilliant. Etsy, um, but she has Oprah Super Soul conversations, which are great. I haven't actually listened. I'm oh, sure. they're, they're I know, just yeah, lovely. They're just lovely. And uh, she had the Michelle Obama one. Um, she put it up a while ago, and she's talking. Michelle's talking about her new book, which is becoming. I haven't read the book. No, neither have my, I. I'm dying to. Yeah, I, no, I, I want really. to know. Oprah, she put in her book club. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, then, <laughs> well, then. it's mandatory. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but she just had this great quote now I don't know word for word but she basically said she named the book Becoming because um, she hates the question you ask kids what do you want to be when you grow up because you never be like you never just like okay and there you are and that's Mm. what I am that she's consistently always learning new things becoming a new person and she never will stop Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's such a nice way to look at it because it's so true I think age is a privilege and we learn something new literally every single day Mm -hmm. Yeah. so but it is yeah. still, I do find it's in the back of your head, like, I'm turning 30 this year. <laughs> and, uh, like, I think a lot of people say that once you turn 30, then you're like, oh, it doesn't actually matter, damn, who cares? And there's a lot of freedom in that. Because I think coming up to it, I've noticed with, like, friends as well, if you turn 30, they're like, there's this anxiety about turning this bloody age. Yeah, there always is. There is, and part of that's just societal views towards age and ageing as yeah. well. Good point. What I decided to do, though, and I had to, because it comes, it comes at you no matter what you do, yeah. if you're lucky enough to still be living. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, then it, if if I say to myself, I should have I, I should have had this done by the time I was forty or forty five mm-hmm. or whatever. Does that mean I'm done now? Yeah. I mean, what? Well, then. So when? Oh, I had to stop then. Yeah. yeah. I would rather keep going, keep learning, and say, okay, fifty is not too late for anything. Yeah. If it's too late for stuff, then I'm screwed. I might as well, you know. Just go, go into yeah, the duvet yeah, yeah. and forget everything. <laughs> so instead I go, all right, maybe it hasn't been done by 50 before. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's the other thing is like, maybe I'd prefer to have done certain things younger, but it doesn't mean can't do them now. Exactly. Yeah. You're not done. Yeah. My favorite story is, um, and also another story that I don't know the full details on, surprise, surprise. I think it's Gene Hackman didn't start acting till he was in his mid to late 40s. Good man, Something Jean. like that. Good man, Gene. Which I think is amazing and yeah. I always see that as like a yeah you're never too late it's never too late to start doing something yeah because a lot of people and even myself included I've been like okay no I need to get my I need to start to do traveling now I need to travel like like for like a, a lengthy period they don't or whatever. let you when you're 30 that's it yeah. no, God finished. couldn't possibly go traveling at 40 it's imagine that Logan's run they they, <laughs> take, they put a little chip in you yeah, and then yeah. you're, you're incinerated at yeah. 30 at I, I think, I'm a ghost yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do think women do have a slightly different like different anxiety around age of yeah, course we have definitely. a biological clock doesn't way around that like when I have talked to men about this they seem a bit more relaxed about ageing than women but I think that's obviously natural because if you're like how many childbearing years do I have left yeah. the eggs the eggs are decreasing <laughs> rapidly um, so I do think that is something as well that even we have though just I another thing even though I don't necessarily want kids I still get that a bit yeah do you? yeah yeah I'm addicted there's to it. something because you see our validity as women is often tied into fertility yeah, yeah. once you're no longer deemed to be fertile or people <laughs> yeah. make assumptions it's like see ya uh, useless that's what you know 
most of the witch burnings that happened across Europe were, were older women. The, yeah. the, the trope yeah. of the hag. Yeah. Because, yeah, what use is she yeah. now? She's not desirable. Um, and it's like, that is something that we can't, that could still yeah. in our society. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to, be, to being <laughs> as sexy a hag as yeah. possible. Um, well, I, I, I think in the sexy past hag. maybe 10 years or so, I think that's changed in a big way. I don't think it's where it needs to be, but I think um, mm. there's so many older actresses or, you know, yeah. that are, um, really owning it and like um, there's been more and more roles being written for, mm. for older women and, and by older women that was the by other older thing women, yeah. often around the age of I used to accept it that at the age of around 26 there were no parts for women yeah it's like so you'd wait till you were hag age and then you could come back in and dispense some advice or something in the play um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's your role yes. that's yeah. your role now you come in you give the advice oh yeah. you, uh, if you travel the world <laughs> twice around perhaps you will find so yeah I can't wait for those roles by the way yeah. <laughs> you that, seemed into that it. People, yeah. yeah, way really into it. But that that it was often because people went off and had kids and there you know, there isn't childcare in theatres or, mm. or on TV sets very often and yeah. and so people would go off and become the primary carer and then so mm-hmm. they weren't writing the roles for their age group and it's like that is being written, awaking the feminists and mams, the uh, mothers artists makers. Mm-hmm. They're an Irish group and they're trying to make sure that People of childbearing age don't disappear from mm, their career. Amazing, which is so they they will long term. Then those shifts, like you say, those conversations are happening now. Yeah, yeah. and across all there'll be more visibility. Well. Yeah, across yeah. all industries, it's yeah. great. So it's amazing. So great. Great. yeah, and so she was kind of what was she saying in the question? Um, should I travel or should I stay and save? Like oh, we of course cannot answer save that for you. What? What yeah. are you saving? Make like, memories. That would be my advice. Yeah. make memories. Um, actually, I was at um, I think was it Body and Soul or one festival last summer, and there was a girl behind me in like you know the Smirnoff tent but they like DJs and all and she was queuing not up spawned, she was with her, no not spawned uh, she was queuing up I by, hate vodka yeah, you hate vodka yeah, yeah so I quite like it yeah <laughs> vodka was my drink of choice as like when I started drinking now I don't when really I'm like more 16. gin yeah probably but anyway these two girls behind us and they're like oh we get we'll get vodka and she goes yeah we're just making memories we're just making memories here and it was so That's sweet very funny but I was like cracking up and then I was slagging them with the whole weekend in my head I was like make memories guys everyone <laughs> but um I would say, unless you really are saving for something very particular, then I would definitely choose memories over saving. I yeah. think so too. I mean, especially, you know, in your 20s and all that, I mean, there is time in the future to, to be more, for want of a better word, sensible. Like we, we, we yeah. have to, you have to, because society at the moment isn't going to provide it for us. So we, you have to yeah. mind yourself a bit mm-hmm. with long term thought. But at the same time traveling or, or doing something with friends you know don't buy stuff that'd be my so whatever yeah. you can't take it with you you can't take it with you it only gathers dust yep don't buy stuff do things yeah. <laughs> that's great advice and Absolutely. that's one that I and when we were talking about our news resolutions I was like I just want to stop buying shit yeah <laughs> like I don't need stuff I don't need any more clothes I don't need any more you know I'm grand well I've gone mad bet into Marie Kondo tidying up on Netflix <gasps> yeah and have you, you love stuff down that rabbit hole I have I've yeah. finished it now Jane it loves a bit of tash I love a bit of tash like she say. yeah she loves buying bits and gadgets have and you, stuff she doesn't need have you tanked some of it and set it free yes and you, you know have? what uh, look I know we're joking about this but um, it really made me think about like Lo- the love you have because for your when objects. I had clothes or objects I think um uh, well, I might need it again someday, so I'll keep it. But now I'm like, now does it make my heart sing? 
It doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Heart sings. Thank is that you, what goodbye. she says? No, spark joy. Spark joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, living in an apartment is a great way also not to collect stuff yes. like clothes. I don't have any rooms for yeah. clothes, really. So, grand. Yeah. That helps. So, don't collect clothes. No. And I would always question. say, when anyone else says, should I travel or should I not? I'm like, well, I always pick If you go, can. If you can. If you can. If you have the money and, the, and a job that will allow it. Yeah. yeah travel, travel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, fuck saving. Can't take it with you. <laughs> well, yeah, and you probably can't get a house anyway. <laughs> what do you say for, really? Where would we live? Um, okay, we have... Now, this is a tough question that me and Ro struggled with a little bit. Oh, no. Okay. Mm. Oh. Um, it's a serious Scared. one. Um, it's serious, just because, yeah. How do you deal with family members that are completely toxic? Only judge and argue with you. Really gets me when people put up posts like, love your mum, she's the only one you have. I get it. But when she's an addict and emotionally abusive, it is difficult. Oh. Mm, that's, it's hard. I, that is, that's tough. It's one of the most complex things that can happen is, you know, you, you don't choose your family. Yep. And, mm. and sometimes families are toxic. Yep. Sometimes families are bad places for people to be, um, I talked about this a little bit in the Christmas episode because I was going, you know, some of you aren't going to go mm-hmm. home. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have this cookie cutter. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't exist for many people. This idea of home is the most important place. Mm-hmm. And for some, it's like it's the most important place to avoid. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is something in that. If you can avoid a toxic situation, it's really difficult. It's emotionally taxing, but it is probably better for your mental health than being there. Yeah. I I agree with you. However, I think I think that's not good enough. Mm, go I on. think I think that um it's completely okay to also kind of grieve that relationship with your mum that you you want to have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so avoiding it but also go easy on yourself because yeah. don't just feel like you have to cut her out of your life and stay away from it because then that brings on a whole other set of emotions mm. of well, my friends have a lovely mum and, you know, mm. that's hard to deal with. So be kind to yourself and grieve it because it oh, is absolutely. a loss. Like, yeah. it's a loss. Yeah. yeah. And it's, well, I know, oh God, I've I've seen this a lot, to be honest. And it is like, people are, again, people are speaking about it a bit more maybe because of they're, they're dealing with their own mental health with regard to it. And it was something that wasn't talked about. It's a little bit of a taboo. Yeah. Because it is meant to be, family above everything and it's just not possible for some people and it is really really sad and then with addiction on top of that that yeah. must yeah. be like I'd have no expertise in that area either no. would I no, to be either. fair I don't think any of us would and no. like but when she says addiction it could be anything it could yeah. be you know she could be narcissistic she could be whatever just there's some issue there that's out of her control yeah um, that is impacting your relationship yeah um, so yeah, I mean, it, just know that it is out of your control. Um, you can't invest uh, your whole life in trying to make her better because realistically that has to come from within her and it doesn't mean she doesn't love you and she probably does want you in her life, but it's, yeah, this it's, is what she's battling at the moment. And yeah, oh, it's tough. There's a lot of freedom, I think, in, in knowing that your parents, like as a child, you put your parents up on this pedestal, obviously, and you're like, yeah. they can do no wrong. They are just the best. And Obviously they are as well, like they're, uh, most people's parents are great, whatever, but they're just humans as well. Yeah. And I think when you realise that and when, when, you're, when your parents show their imperfections or whatever it is, or their human qualities, as you become an adult and you start to see these, I think there's a lot of like freedom and like, oh, they're just people like me. They don't know what they're doing either. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah. And obviously the situation is a bit more serious than that, but I think 
to be aware that like family we're all just people as well like and yeah uh, and, and just that just to shore up any support structures that you do have mm. because yeah. friends point. friends are family yep too and that uh, you'll definitely need some support with something like, I mean dealing with addiction is such a massive massive thing um, so support there are support structures out there but friend support structures are really important I would say mm. in a situation like this absolutely yeah I always I people would always say this about me as well I my friends are my family and mm. always have been because mm. I don't have a typical family structure and that does hurt sometimes at Christmas and things yeah um, but then I look around at all these amazing friends that I have yeah. and I really do rely on them for certain things mm. maybe sometimes a little bit too much saws row I don't think yeah I don't think so you know, all, what, you yeah. know what I mean um but but that's okay like you know yeah. there is no perfect family unit and, and you take that support yeah where you can get it that's really good advice so yeah, there's no yeah, there's advice. no there's nothing embarrassing about saying your friends your family like that's an amazing thing because they're the family you choose for yourself <laughs> isn't that cute it it's is lovely. true um but yeah also to be aware that it's like really common like i'm um, not getting on with certain family members whereas at a, when you're looking at instagram at christmas it mightn't seem that way because mm-hmm. you're like everyone's delighted everyone loves each other like it's so common I know lots of people who don't speak to a sibling or haven't or spoken to a parent. Like it's, it's unfortunately quite common. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, so it is quite that common. Mind. And that you're, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you if that's something yeah. you're experiencing. It yeah. is something that happens Absolutely. to people. But exactly. I wish it wasn't happening to you. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. I hope that helps a little bit. Yeah. Tara, I have a question for you about Instagram, oh, actually, now that I think Jesus, of it. what? It just popped into my what head Insta? because, you know, you, you're not on Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um... And I always find it baffling that you're not on Twitter because it can be very toxic and very mm. negative and mm. no one has time for that. But do you not find Instagram like that too? Instagram is very different. Now, the thing is with Instagram, um, it's uh, because it's more visual, it's not as verbal. Yeah. And uh, even though I'll use it for some verbal posts, sometimes I'll, I'll write posts. But But it's like... What was wrong on Twitter was for me, what was not working for me on Twitter was how verbal it was. It was mm. this debate me, debate me, this really toxic culture we've whipped yeah. up around ourselves yeah. of yeah. everything has to be debated and everyone owes everyone an answer. Yeah. Like, there's loads of stuff since I've left Twitter that I'm really glad I wasn't there for that I'll deal with maybe on the podcast or I'll deal with in mm. my own mind and in my own time that I've got strong opinions on. But to be asked for that opinion constantly... It's just, you know, I just pictured, you know, there's an antique shop just up around the corner here yeah, when yeah. I was waiting to come and find you guys. There's a rabbit with a gun in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was able to just put that up on Instagram. No one's going to debate that. <laughs> That's so freeing Fair. to me. And okay. Yeah. So like Instagram has a different thing, which is like, uh, you know, the curated life and mm-hmm. the yeah. everything must look perfect or funny or, and I get that there's a toxicity to that too. But for me right now, it fe- it just feels like a bam. Yeah. It feels like I want to see at the moment. I'm delighted if someone's saying, I feel like I look good today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at my new hair. Yeah. Look at my, I'm, I feel happy yeah. today. I'm sharing a pic. Grant, yeah. I, I, I take as read that they have bad days. Yeah. That's or a that, good way to see Or that, that's yeah. the best picture they had. But fair play to them. They feel good about it and they want to share it. Great. But it is a curated life. And it, but again, curation, the thing about curation is that there's also a boundary. Yeah. And I think boundaries are necessary. And on Twitter, not only were there so few boundaries for me anymore, because I'd shared something as personal as having to travel for an abortion. Sure. So then suddenly you're owned. They, people have ownership. Of yeah, you. yeah, yeah. They feel like they know everything about you. They don't, but they yeah. feel like they do. And that you have a responsibility yeah. to comment on everything. And so I became an avatar, just an avatar on Twitter. Now, I might have boundaries on Instagram, 
but I'm a person again. That's how it feels. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're dead right. Actually, Twitter is mad. I've never really ever used Twitter, but it's I can I see what conversations that go on threads, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a battleground just for people to be giving out to each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay to have an opinion on something. Yeah. State it, yeah. That's it. Well, Imagine, and keep it to yourself. <laughs> comment section, not demand for me an answer. Are, yeah, but see, I get comment sections into it. The, so, with un, you mean like under tweets? Yeah, and I have to say, well, well YouTube is also a horrible place for that as well. One of my favorite things, my favorite <laughs> pastimes. Um, there's I'm from Bray, and there's a um a forum called the Bray Open Forum. It's like a group on Facebook. <laughs> Oh my god, it's brilliant! Someone will put up be like be like terrible customer service in Little today. They no. should really. And then there's like 500 comments. It's amazing. <gasps> People getting really up on their high horses, being like, "Well, actually, Damien down in Aldi was very nice to me the other day." So like, oh my god, I need to kind of join this oh, forum. You love look. it. I'll invite you. It's actually a private forum. <laughs> when you're not the point of attack, I guess it's kind of funny to be looking in and no, like. No, to god. be fair, I went off in a tangent there. Like completely, like I just love that. But yeah, it can be so negative, and you know what freaks me to uh donald trump posts i follow him on instagram why i don't know i don't know it's that thing where i'm like i yeah i, I just didn't even know he was on instagram he's on instagram it's like that car crash impulse maybe yeah, yeah. I, I have to admit that's a car crash i could pass <laughs> without rubbernecking Fair. there's lots but, of people i follow on instagram that i like every post irritates me and then i'm like oh look at this one now it's annoying again and they're like why are you following them <laughs> i don't know I'm just, it's I'm when you look at the comments though what really freaks me out is i always because we're in this little bubble where i think that no everyone thinks like us like obviously this man is mad mad mm. and um really awful and you feel like everyone feels that way and then you look at the comments and it's all like he's yeah, shaking America. things up yeah. he's really shaking things yeah. up he's sticking it to the man he's, going, he's not you know no he's not at I, all. Like, I like to be in denial about all those kind of people and just being like God let's just pretend, pretend it exists. there is something in a little bit of healthy denial yeah there's something, so. there's something in that I don't watch the news that much anymore and I, I, I listen to like a lot of history podcasts or philosophy Lovely. podcasts and yeah. it's like I want to develop my critical thinking but a lot of these things were like, hear out this terrible idea. It's like, no, it's a terrible idea. And it was terrible 30 years ago and it's still, still terrible. terrible. Yeah. It was terrible in the 1930s in Germany. It's still terrible. Yeah. It was terrible when the KKK did in America in the 50s. It's still, still terrible. terrible. Um, so history podcasts, philosophy podcasts, and, you know, maybe a bit of Marie Kondo on the weekend. Stop. Is yeah. there anything wrong now. with that life? No. Nothing wrong. Well, I just don't, I don't watch the news for the exact reason, really. And also I feel like I need someone also beside me watching the news explaining everything to me. Yeah. Like, I'm trying really really hard to understand what's going on with Brexit I'm yeah like, we were just saying Tara like, could you do a podcast on Brexit definitely because we have no idea what it means I definitely do one yeah, can you, it'll can just go you, like this ah <laughs> don't yeah. do it I think, <laughs> I think yeah well, I just don't I don't get I don't get what's happening right now I'm very confused but so I need somebody to like be there when I'm thing is it, it has been made deliberately confusing and I think that is why the reason the the idea of a people's vote a second yeah. referendum is gaining ground because people realised they were manipulated and lied yeah. to the last time um, and sold you know big ideas that were never going to come to pass by people who would rather dismantle the NHS they were saying money would come back to the NHS when actually they would rather dismantle it and people are I hope (gasps) people are seeing that but you don't know confirmation bias is real people will hook on to the thing they want to hear Tara I'm confused (laughs) I'm like oh god okay join me (laughs) 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 when in doubt have a little scream but the thing is I was just saying to Ro I I'm mad for RT news I don't know what it is there's something so homely about putting on RT while making your dinner 
it just brings me back to a time, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> when the news was all real, I know, I hear, I just, hear you. You know the news, like um, oh god. But I, Brexit yeah. every single day, and I still have no idea what it means. So no. it's not like I'm not informed. Yeah, you you watch the news every day, and I I, told, I hoped you were going to be able to explain what's going on to me. I have no idea. I have yeah. No idea. Okay, moving on from Brexit. Sorry, um, moving on from Brexit, and one, that's Brexit, yeah, and that's Brexit. Yeah. That's our summary. We do have one more question. One more question. Yay. It's a simple one. It is a simple one. I'm not even going to get it up because it's so simple. Um, how important is sex in a relationship? The girl who wrote it in was saying that she well, it's not really in rel- in her, it was not really in relationships because she's actually single, but she is sleeping with guys because she wants to, but does never enjoys it. She's like, how she important? She never enjoys it. Oh, yeah, not really. Uh, well, some people don't. Yeah, and some people yeah. are completely asexual and don't don't enjoy it. And yeah. if you don't enjoy, if you're not it's like the horse again, back to the horse. Yeah. If you you know if you're not running towards it, yeah. gleefully, yeah. yeah, then maybe it's not for you. And that's you know that's great. Yeah. If you think, feel yeah. all right when you're not, then that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because I do feel like there's a thing where it's like I should be having all this sex. I'm single. I'm 29 or whatever. And it's like if you don't want to, don't. Yeah. yeah. Like no one, no, no one cares how much sex you're having. No one no knows apart from you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the person. Like no one. If you're with a partner and that rhythm isn't uh, compatible to them, then you might need to have a discussion. Yeah, exactly. But if it's just yourself. Then yeah, I mean, how important is sex in a relationship? Mm. It's as, it's as important as it is to both of you in that current moment. Exactly. Yeah. There's no right or wrong amount to have sex. But remember, we were had we were talking about it before, and we were like, everyone thinks everybody else is having so much more sex than they are, and so this unspoken thing, like, yeah, everyone's like, I bet, I bet they're actually every single night. Oh, even in a relationship, <laughs> I get, I get quite. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah. Paranoid about should we be having sex more? <laughs> should we be having sex I'm right so now? Tired. Should we all be having sex? What? Like, what? <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm, going. Going. Yeah, I'm actually genuinely tired, and now I. Feel feel like those when we see in the movies and the woman has a headache and I'm like oh god women in movies are in the bedroom they're usually either having sex or putting on hand cream have you noticed that <laughs> always time. up to the elbow up to the elbow hi I'm just too close to the mic hi sweetie yeah. Rubby, 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 yeah. rubby. Yeah. Yeah. And always wearing a bra mid ride, which yeah. I never got. No, gotta get the bra. Yeah. The bra comes off the minute I get home in general. <laughs> yeah. The bra, so. I would take someone's eye out with the force of getting the bra off when I come in the door. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, honestly, I, yeah, that is, it's, there's, you know, we're not in a competition. No, we're not. No. Unless you're in a riding competition, in which pl- in which case, good luck. Good yeah. luck with that. Well, then you have a serious problem. Sore. Or, or, or you hope you win. I hope yeah. you win and hope there's a really good price. Yeah. 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 And I would I would like to know as well, like, has it always been this case? Like, have have you has she never enjoyed sex or has she never, uh, yeah. you know, because or has she with like certain relationships and not certain, a one night stand, which is totally fair enough. Not exactly. Very you just might not be into the people you're dating. Might not be into them or or you might not be into it, it or into it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's possibility. And again, you're not alone. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That, that's that's out there. It's not discussed a lot. Yeah, it's not discussed a lot Asexuality at all. or people just not, not enjoying sex. People who just do not enjoy it. It's not discussed. It's because it is, yeah. like you say, it's because we're all supposed to be having it all the time. Yeah. And the people who are going, actually, it's not for me. They feel like there's something not right yeah. with them. And maybe they just don't enjoy it. Yeah. I also think like, I don't know, obviously, but she might not even know who she really even is attracted to. Yeah. I think like when I was single, I had like this idea of like, this is an attractive man. I should fancy him. Yeah. I should have sex with him. But you might be attracted, just find out what you're attracted to. Like it mightn't be the like cookie cutter attractive man as well. I'm a fond believer in the better you get to know someone, the better they start to look. There's been people oh God, who yeah. I meet and I, at the beginning I'm like, 
oh, and then after like an hour of conversation, I'm like, right, leg over. Yeah. Or, Jebra, does this ever happen to you where you, you think someone's attractive and then they start speaking? You're like, oh, God, no. I'm oh, yeah, all like- the time. And I always just call that, that was a good save. I would always yeah. say to myself because I would totally have wanted to ride you. And now I really don't ever most, have yeah. to. There you go. Right. Have to. Yeah, no, have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. Person ever, and they just open their mouth, and not even what they're saying, even just their voice. I like so Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trump is gas. They're like, great, <laughs> great. Now I don't have to ride you. Brilliant. Oh, I, don't I don't have, have to. to think about that anymore. You oh, <laughs> nothing off my list. Tick. Um, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Look, summarize. I just say, don't put any weight in it. Just, just do again, what you want to do or what you don't do want to do and and ask for what you need is another thing I think a lot of us are afraid I definitely you know ask for what you need or what you do enjoy yeah. and don't be afraid of that that you mm. know sometimes it can be it doesn't even have to be verbal it can be non-verbal that can be a lot of fun because I struggle I've always struggled oh, I think with that I, is, that not, is this an Irish kind of thing I, I think, think we're just is. like not great at that kind of thing even in relationships oh, yeah. I'm not great at it which no, I know is do. something that like, okay, work on. But I'm not great at it. I get real like, oh. Yeah, awkward. Same, like, same. Oh. I mean, I'm saying it as a kind of an ideal, but not not that I'm great at it, yeah. honestly. But it, it is something that I think we need to, to keep reminding ourselves that it is okay to say, actually, what would be fun for me yeah. is. And Which for is the so, other person yeah. too, because then they know that they're like doing something right. Hopefully like, they, they get enjoyment out of seeing you being, getting your rocks off exactly, or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Flying hat. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'd be worried if they no, didn't. No, but it's hard. It, well, be, I mean, like, there could be like a selfish a selfish lover who mightn't care too much for the other person. Hopefully yeah. not. Yeah. But then, Hopefully not. then it might be time to move on. Yeah, yeah it would stick the around there to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, that is a hard thing to do, to say what you want and what you like, because I think it's just embarrassing. It can, it can feel embarrassing. Yeah, yep. like, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. We've got to get over ourselves yeah, when we get, get under it. the person. Or on them. Or <laughs> on them. Or on them, however you do it. Yeah. And again, a common theme don't do it unless you're really excited to do it. That's, yeah. I think that's my takeaway. That's advice. kind of my big reminder for, to myself of the day. Be yeah. excited about whatever it is you're going to go towards. Yeah. What sparks joy? What sparks joy? Marie. Oh my God, look, <gasps> Marie. Yeah. She's haunting us. She's, She's here. Is, that is so important because the other way you go through half your life being like, oh, oh yes, I guess I'll go to this thing tonight. I don't want to go. And then you just all of a sudden have a moment of like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I wrote a piece. I can't remember where for. I can't remember what for it, but it was called Please Don't Come to My Party. Oh, and I was like, brilliant. I'm having a party, but if you're not galloping towards it, if you're going, oh, geez, I really need a day in my pyjamas and I don't want to go yeah. in, please don't come because that would make me feel like, oh, I'm taking you from your jammies time. That won't make me happy. So don't come. If you can't come, if it's going to be overwhelming or not crack, yeah, please stay away. And then we'll all be happy. Yeah, and then you, yeah, and then it's just me and one other person, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we make our say. own crack. Yeah. <laughs> and then apply that rule to yourself. You're like, if I'm not galloping towards that thing, I'm not bloody going to go. Do you know what? Just as you say that, I do completely agree with you. And sometimes you do just have to take a day for yourself. But then I'm also thinking of those people who come to your party and they mightn't have wanted to but they make it known that they didn't want oh, to oh god yeah at least pretend if you're going to come they at least pretend get in the seat yeah, yeah. that's really that's, that's mean well, that's, that's so well passive today. aggressive I wasn't feeling well today but I said I'd be here for you yeah 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 oh yeah. Mm. come in and like sniffling and all that and like oh here we go like sorry to take you away from your Kleenex tonight like and they're just like putting on yeah I hate that I'm like I wish you didn't come yeah <laughs> no and I mean but when someone makes the effort and they're there to support you in some way that is, that is lovely and, yeah. and I like 
you know, it's not about not being kind, you know, it's not about going, I, I couldn't be bothered. But I think yeah. if you're feeling overwhelmed or something, please don't come to my party. Yeah. That's and there's some things, of course, that like you, you want to show up for your friend and even if you don't want to go, you'll go, of course. But like just in terms of like just like social situations, like you don't really have to be yet. If you don't want yeah. to go, don't go. Don't go. Don't, don't go. see. It's, it's not freedom great, in that. Oh, great advice yeah. I got once was from a woman. She used to run a secondhand bookshop. So she adored books. She read everything. And she said to me, that was one of the best bits of advice I ever got in my life. She said, if two chapters in, you're not digging it, start the next book. You're never going to get through all the books you want to in your life. That's fantastic. You don't, it's don't not homework. So you don't have to complete it. Just if two chapters in, this book isn't for me. I'm on to the next book that is for me. That, I'm a devil for that though, and only devil. someone the other day said it to me. Said because um, I was like, "Oh yeah, I have read that," and then they're like, "You half read it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't like it." And they were like, "I could never half read a book. I'd have to just get through it." And I'm like, "Absolutely not! I'm not into reading that yeah, much." That I would like force myself. misery to me. I want misery. to read a book that I really want to read. Yeah, and yeah. another metaphor here: I keep buying books that I think I should be really into. Oh god! And yeah. then kind of for like these political things and. Really? I get in like a couple chapters and then I'm like, oh, I just want like the next Hunger Games. Yeah. Oh you know, God. read Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, no, no books not really needed when it's, you're just reading the book by yourself. Yeah. It's meant to be for pleasure. I mean, it's meant to be for pleasure. If you're, if you're studying something and you need to complete the course, great. Then there are loads of texts we have to read that we don't want to in those kind of situations. Yeah, yeah. But your own reading pleasure, like that advice was so good to me because it was like, we're never going to read all the books we actually want to read. We're never yeah. going to get around to it. Yeah. So just let's get on with it. Let's yeah, it. dead right. <laughs> it doesn't bring advice. you joy, lads. There Spark you go. Spark joy. Recon Spark sponsored joy. by oh, Tidy yeah. Up at Marie Kondo. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I did see it on Netflix her. there and I was like, should I watch it? Is it actually a good show? Like, is it entertaining? Oh, like it's a good show in the way that like Queer Eye is a good show. You oh, know? Right, like, yeah, okay. I'm up so yes, it it's is. Okay, kind so yeah, it's kind of adorable. It is kind of adorable. And for this time of year, it's a little bit of light. Yeah. She's so cute and is lovely she? and she, she seems like the, the kindest her. woman so kind of seen her children <laughs> yeah, no. her children are these little puddings like they're oh so God. cute oh because i started watching i was torn between watching you and watching that oh <laughs> not you sorry the show you it's like what <laughs> um i chose you and it's freaking me out the tv so wanna, show you yeah, yeah yeah you need to punctuate you with with some folding yeah because yeah. someone did yeah. yeah you yeah yeah um but you'd love it We'd love it. Okay, watch it. Um, yeah. I think we've been chatting on for near an hour now. Oh, so really? we can wrap it up. Flew, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank, thank you. you for coming on. And uh, what are you plugging? Well, I'm plugging just Taranoia really at the yeah. moment. Um, yep. There's a little bit of work coming up later in the year, but at the moment, Taranoia is really keeping me going in terms of having a place to mm-hmm. express and vent. <laughs> so yeah, it's wherever you get your podcasts um, uh, or on the Headstuff Podcast Network. And yeah, and uh, and yeah, keep listening to the state of us. Yeah. brilliant and look and I literally it's one of these things that we're not just saying that we love Tara's podcast because yeah. she's sitting right in front of us Jet, like every week is we text each other about it <laughs> no we do no we, we do. do we do yeah. we really do Thank um, so the, there's a recent episode the A word that we were both listening to at the same time and we were like oh my god we were messaging each other and we were like oh my god it's unbelievable uh, unbelievable uh, thank yeah, you yeah, that one's I've brilliant. never heard um, I just think your podcast is so accessible and they're mm. very serious topics yeah um, that you said earlier that they put into the context of the human experience and I think that yeah. that's what everyone needs to hear more of uh, yeah. you know just trying trying our best is all we can do yeah. and you know and we, we do mess up we have to allow ourselves to mess up and I think instead of pretending I'm some kind of expert that's where that's my starting point for it so thank you so yeah. much oh, thank you so tune in tune in right and as always 
Enjoy the team music. Enjoy the team. I said team. Enjoy the team.